Welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, it goes without saying, Psalms 118 and 24, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I know I am, and I hope that you are also, Traveling Pulpit family. Traveling Pulpit family, piggybacking off of Wednesday with the Word, I want to go directly into where we left off on Wednesday with the Word, talking about who is in control of the mind. You see, there were some things I wanted to talk about a little bit more in-depthly, but I knew I didn't have the time to go into those things on Wednesday with the Word, so I just wanted to give you just enough to get you here. And I want to tell you, brothers, this is the message that you need to hear as we continue to march into history. And I'm talking about his story. His story is what matters most, not our story, but his story. And there are so many things that are being flown around right now that I want you brothers to be prepared. Because if you remember one thing, one thing alone, the blessings come through us. When we are standing as men before our creator, the blessings flow through us. I'm telling you that for a reason, brothers, and I hope that you get and you understand this. So alpha males, grab your beta male brothers by the hand and tell them this is hard. This is the truth, but we're going to get through this. Amen. All right. Put on the whole armor of God. Ephesians 6 and 10, Paul tells us to put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the day and having done all to stand firm, stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and shoes as for your feet, having the readiness given by the gospel of peace in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which which can it, which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit, which will with 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 all prayer and supplication. Brothers, I want you to heed the words of Paul. That is to put on the whole armor of God. You see, this battle is not a flesh and blood battle. This battle is a spiritual battle, but flesh and blood, it's what's being used to fight the battle with. And there are some of us who are not strong enough in our thoughts in our minds and in our spirits, there are some of us that are not strong enough to handle the truth like this. 
This is why you see men mutilating themselves. They have virtually checked out of the existence they were created, created to live in. You have men cutting off their balls. You have men cutting off the tips. You have men who are having themselves inverted to become women. You heard me to become women. They were not born women. They were born a man. They were born a male. Their nodules fell down and became testes. They did not stay up and become ovaries. They fell. And you have weak-minded, weak-spirited, weak-hearted men who have tucked tail, chopped them off, and inverted them back into their bodies and run around and pretend as if they are women. And we are supposed to accept that. Traveling Pulpit family, let me ask you a question. When in the history of the world has this ever been acceptable in God's eyes? When? If you can answer me that question, I just might do the very same thing. I won't. Trust me, I won't. But when in the creation of the entire world has this ever been accepted by God? Because when a man does this to himself, he cannot change the very thing he was created to be. But in his mind, because he is so weak in his mind, because he is so weak in his body, because he is so weak in his spirit, he allows the devil to play that spiritual manipulation game with him, to make him feel in his body through his weak spirit that he is something that he was never created to be. That is an attack of the devil. And the devil we know is a liar. There is no truth in him. And the lake of fire has been prepared for him and his angels. So when traveling pulpit family has this ever been acceptable in the creation of human history created by a God who created us, who made us the very thing that we were supposed to be when this, when has this ever been acceptable by him? But as as you heard me say, everything that we go through is because of the garden And, oh, look, I just happen to have the pages of the Bible turn to Genesis 3. Why don't you go to Genesis 3 with me, traveling pulpit family, so we can see why we are in the situation we are in. We are in the situation we are in because of weak men. Weak men. You heard me. Weak men. We are in the situation we are in because of weak men. Because weak men will hear the word of God, but they will not apply the word word of God. You know why? Because I was once a weak man. I could hear the word of God. I just not I just did not apply the word of God. But once I got alone time with God, once I got one on one with him, once I got into the miry clay, once I got into the pit, the bottom, once I hit rock bottom, that's when I could hear 
and understand just what the Lord was trying to convey to me. The Lord told the created man, the first man, where he could and could not eat from. Then he created the woman. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? He told him what and what not to do. Then he created the woman. So when he created the woman, all the man could think about was the woman. The Bible says that that in Genesis chapter 2 and 23, he says, uh, chapter 2 and verse 23, he said, this at last is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. She was taken out of man. But now men, all men are taken out of women. How about that? She was taken out of a man. Not No, the man was not pregnant. This is not an argument for, for gender studies. That man was not pregnant. The Lord God took a rib from him and created a likeness like him, but did not create the sameness as him. I want you to understand that he created a likeness of him, but did not create the sameness of him. So that's why a woman came from a man first. But all men now come from women afterwards. So the devil, Satan, the serpent was the wisest because he was the craftiest. He was the one that the, that the devil chose. He was the one that was chosen for this mission. He was the one that, kept, that could easily get through without knocking in the stuff as the behemoth or the other animals. They wouldn't get in the way. They, they could be seen a mile away coming. And they could be prepared. That There could be a defense prepared for that. But this serpent was so subtle that he sat in the very tree that he would use against them. Now, remember, it's what the man saw. We are visual creatures. This is how we are enticed. We are enticed through what we see, our vision. We are visual creatures. Whether they had time to interact with one another or not, the fact remains that she had not the same feelings as he did. Why? Because in Genesis 3 and verse 6, after all of the conversation went down about you shall not surely die, it says the woman saw. The man saw one thing, which was her. The woman saw something else, which is the tree. When she saw the tree, when she saw it was good for food, when she saw it was a delight to the eyes, when she saw it was desired to make one wise, what did she do? She wanted what the world had to offer. She wanted the pleasures of the world. She wanted the abundance of the world. She wanted the delights of the world. She did not want the man. So when they both fell, because it says that in, in verse seven, that when they, when he ate, 
after he ate and only after he ate did their eyes become open and they knew they were naked. They knew they were naked. So here's something funny for you. The Lord, when he reestablished the family, because see, at this point, the family was, was out of whack. The woman was before the man and it was never, never meant to be that way. You hear me traveling pulpit family? It was never meant to be that way. That doesn't mean that the man was to have his foot on his wife's neck. It was that the man was to lead his wife and to lead his family. That is his responsibility, not hers. So the Lord, when he put things back into order in Genesis 3 and 16, he told her, after telling her that she would multiply in childbearing, bringing forth much pain children into the world, he said, your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. Something real funny. I told, I told my wife earlier, I said, you know, I believe that after this was said, the woman took offense to this because she had already understood the power she has over the man. And I think she took offense to this. And I just wonder, I just wonder, you know, this, this is coming from me. It's not coming from the Bible. It's coming from me. I want y'all to know this coming from Pastor Vernon. I wonder if the Lord looked at Adam and, and just thought to himself, that boy gone, y'all. He, I mean, he, he, he gone. No matter what I say, he gone. That's just how it is. You know why? Because sin had already entered the picture. So, yeah, man, man is gone. He's gone. Now, if he, meaning the devil, if he could do that, then let's go to Matthew four real quick. Let's go to Matthew four real quick. Matthew four. Now, if if, if the devil, Satan, the serpent. If he can do that, then look at what he did to Jesus. While he was. Out, out of the wilderness. He took him to a high mountain. Took him to a high mountain and showed him all the riches of the world. Matthew 4 and 7. He showed him the riches of the world from this mountain. All the kingdoms and all the riches of the world. What did the serpent show to the woman in the garden? All of the benefits of the world, all of the desires of the world, and all of the knowledge of the world. The same thing that the devil tempted the woman with in the garden at the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is the very same thing the, the devil is using to tempt our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the top of the mountain. All you have to do. All you have to do is bow down and worship me and I will give you all the riches of this world. All the powers there be in this world. And everything that I have possession over in this world. This is what the devil was promising to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And he denied him. He told him. 
to be gone, Satan. He said, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Him only shall you serve. So why is it, traveling pulpit family, that you got a bunch of rat bastard fake pastors out here running around saying anything that sounds good to everyone, getting all the money they can from these people to where they can't even pay their light bill or their food bill and they struggling. Why is it traveling pulpit family that when a pastor needs help, everybody want to take up a collection, but when a congregation needs help, they want to take up a prayer chain. Come on, traveling pulpit family, understand what is wrong with this picture. What is wrong with this picture? That man has sold you out. He has sold you out. But one thing that will never happen right here on the Traveling Pulpit podcast is that you will never be sold out by me because this podcast stand on the belief of God's word. It stands on the, the, the practices of God's word and it stands on the morals that this word uh, builds and presents in each and every one of us. Why is it? Why? Because these people, according to Paul, Paul's letter to Timothy, these people have itching ears. These people want to hear what was told to Eve in the garden. They want to hear the very same thing today. That's why they can give all their money. That's why they can go hungry. That's why they can sit in the dark. So long as that man is telling them the things that they want to hear. They're going to continue to give that chump all the money they got. And that that man don't give a damn about those people. Not one of them. But every time they show up, they're like a, 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 a what you call a snake oil salesman. They got something to sell. Oh, I got something to sell. You want this secret. You want this secret. It's found in God's word. It'll only cost you ninety nine ninety five. Well, if it's if if you already know the secret, guess what? The word of God already give me give me the the answer. He's giving me the secret. So I don't need to give you anything. What I need to do is pay my bills. That's what I need to do. I need to pay my bills so I can keep my lights on so I can tur- turn the channel when you bring your fake ass on. That's what that's what needs to happen traveling pulpit family. Turn from those people who are leading you to burn. That's what you should do, traveling pulpit family. Get away from those who mean you harm by speaking the the pleasures of this world into your life. This is why Paul said, put on the whole armor of God. Because there are too many fake men, too many fake men who proclaim to stand on this word but they have no confession from this word. See, I got a confession. I'm a sinner saved by grace. That's my confession. What's your story? I know, I know my confession and I can stand on that confession. That, that alone is enough for me. If I don't make it anywhere else, I know that that confession right there, that Jesus Christ saved me from my sin. Where would I be if had it not been for him intervening on my behalf? I'd be lost in my sin. Some can't say that because they're too busy telling others that the way to heaven cost them a thousand dollars. 
and it's all in the weakness of the mind, the weakness of the spirit, and the weakness of the body. I told you, beta men, it's time for a time for you to stand. Alpha men, it's time for you to grab your brothers by the hand and tell them, yeah, the truth hurts. But guess what? We're going to get through this together. It's time for, for you to stand up and be the man you were created to be. Because when you stand, the woman is going to stand with you. Because you've fallen, the woman's going to fall right beside you. So much so that when you turn your back on God, they're going to turn their back on God also. This is why Romans, Romans 12 is 12, one, where Paul says, therefore, brothers, I beseech you, beseech you, present to you the mercies of God. I'm seeking you out, brothers, to tell you about the mercies of God and for you to present your bodies a living sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Then he says, do not, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, a few books over, he's telling us to take up the helmet of salvation. If we have our minds renewed and we put on the helmet of salvation, guess what? We no longer think like the world. That's just not one piece. That's just one part. That's just one part. Paul says, put on the whole armor of God. Don't think you can put on the helmet and change and your, 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 uh, your chest is exposed. This is why he said, put on the breastplate of righteousness because the devil is head hunting. And if he's not head hunting, he's heart hunting. He's only going for two places, the head or the heart, because either the head or the heart will lead the eyes. The head or the heart will lead the eyes. And if both are exposed, then the eyes can go wherever they want. The eyes can do whatever they, they please. The eyes can see anything that it goes after because the head and the heart are following the eyes. The mind is what leads the body. When the mind is renewed, when you're wearing the helmet of salvation, your mind is on heavenly things. But if you don't have on the helmet, where is your mind? It's all about the world. All you're thinking about is the world, which is why he says to renew your mind, to think on the things of God, to know that these things of God are real. They are true and that there is a plan against you, which is why he tells us in Ephesians 6 and 10, um, 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces in heavenly places. Everybody's on the Internet right now talking about this, this, 
the coming, the rapture, the tribulation, uh, the pre-trib, the post-trib. Let me tell you something. I can care less about all these things people are saying. My focus is on Christ. When he comes, that's when he will come. Whatever people talk about this or people talk about that. Look, when he comes, he's coming. He's left for us on record when he comes. There is no debate. He's coming. Get ready. If you're not ready, oh, well, so be it. That's on you. But now I've told my children, told all three of my children. In the beginning, a man made a boat. A man chosen by God made a boat. One man saved seven other people. Eight people in a boat were saved. And I told all three of my children today, it's every man for himself. Every man for himself. Nobody's saving nobody else. It's every man for himself, every man, woman, and child. And if you don't have that decision made, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. That's why it's so important, Traveling Pulpit family, that you make that decision right now. Right now. Tomorrow is not promised to us, but if we see it, it is a promise from God. Have you ever seen a rainbow after it rains, while it's raining, or or as it's beginning to rain? Have you ever seen a rainbow? That's a promise. That's a promise. The rainbow we see now, that's an abomination. But the rainbow God sense. That's a promise that lets us know that he will never destroy the world by water. Again, what he will do, he's going to destroy it by fire this time. That's why it's every man for himself. But you still have these wayward thinkers. You still have these people who want to live how they want to live. You have these people who put the armor down and they think it's just a grand old party. Well, I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers, against the rulers, against the authorities over this cosmic darkness. Against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places, therefore. Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having all to stand firm, having done all to stand firm, stand therefore having fastened the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace in all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, which with which can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all power and supplication to that end. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints traveling pulpit family. I want to thank you once again for just the opportunity to come and share this word with you. You know, traveling pulpit family, the truth 
It's not easy. The truth is, in fact, not hard. What the truth is, the truth is exactly what it is. It's truth. You can't change it. You can't erase it. You can't make it go away. The truth is exactly what it is. And the truth is what you will get right here on the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. There are plenty of people who will not share this message, and that's okay. There are plenty of people who will not even give the Traveling Pulpit a second chance, and that's okay. But one thing the Traveling Pulpit will do, because of the presence of Jesus Christ in in my life, he's going to continue to produce the word through this this access. That's what he's going to continue to do. So it's not a matter of uh, me benefiting from this. It's those who don't listen, who are going to hurt because of this, who don't want to hear the truth. And that's okay. All I've ever asked since we've gotten started was to share, share, share this message with someone. Because someone needs to hear the truth. Someone needs to hear the rawness of the truth. I'm not standing behind a a, a wooden platform in a robe or a suit with a necktie on uh, saying uh, bumbly, 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 blasey, blasey, blasey. I'm not jumping around, sweating through my suit, getting everybody up and dancing and shouting and screaming to the top of their lungs so that when people leave and they're asked, what, what was the message about today? You don't have a clue as to what, what was said, but you know, one thing you had a full body workout. That's what, you know, I'm not here to, to entertain the ears of the itching. This isn't that, that platform for that. There are plenty of other jackleg preachers out there that you can listen to, that you can throw money at. But that's all you'll be doing. You'll be throwing money at eternal damnation and separation. But right here is where you get the truth. And if this is what you want, then the Traveling Pulpit Podcast is for you. I leave you with this. You want the truth. If you want the truth, not by what I say, but by what God says, because anyone who hears this podcast is hearing exactly from the Lord may not come out the way that, that, you know, these, uh, these, uh, charismatic people will say it, the smoothness, the, the subtleness may not come out that way. It's coming out hard and hard and, and hard and harsh. That's how it's coming out. It's coming out as being as rude and, you know, no, it's coming out that way. But guess what? If that's what it takes to get you to be with the Lord in eternal salvation, then I am all things like like Paul. I am all things to all people. But I leave you with this traveling pulpit family. Romans 10, 9, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. It's that simple. And he has made it that simple that he wants that relationship with you so much. 
He wants that relationship with you so much that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever shall believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This is what I present to you today, Traveling Pulpit family, and the choice is yours, whether you accept it or not. Traveling Pulpit family, I thank you. Hey, check me out. Wednesday with the word on Wednesdays on this podcast. Um, there are some things going on. You know, we're coming to the, the close of 2022. There are some things going on there. There are some things that I've been praying about and, and asking the Lord about. And, and I believe the Lord is um, making some changes happen. Some things are happening. Uh, some good news is on the way. So be on the lookout for that. If you follow me on um uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. There are some some uh, good things that that are about to happen here with the Traveling Pulpit Podcast, and uh, and I think that that's it for now. Uh, we are coming up on Thanksgiving. Woo! Thanksgiving. How about that, man? Seems like we just started the the year, but uh, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. So um, I am going to be out of town, but Wednesday with the word will still. Uh, have have a message for you. I was thinking of doing a um, of doing a special uh, Thanksgiving message on on Thanksgiving, but you know what? It's a time for for family. It's a time for uh, uh, being thankful, even to those who have gone on. Because I'm thankful for the family that uh, that has has gone on, and I'm but I'm uh, especially thankful for the family that's still here. So. Uh, with that being said, Traveling Pulpit family, I am Vernon Sheridan, and I am the man with the unscripted voice saying to you uh, to teach the word of God, speak the word of God, preach the word of God to whomever you come in contact with, and if necessary, use words. Bye for now. I love you, and I hope you have a great rest of the day.